South Africa is alive with possibilities. I mean, who would have imagined a former president in jail? A sitting president sleeping on cash, literally. A cabinet minister visiting a common prisoner in jail. Or even the post office operating, even when they have nothing to do. Can you confirm that delivery performances drop? Welcome to the new Sowetan Live podcast called Taking the Rams by the Horns with me, Rams Mabote. Each week, I will be taking a lighter look at very serious topics that half the time drive you up the wall. This podcast will use humor to take no prisoners, have no holy cows, and cook a whole lot of sacrificial lambs. Be careful what you ask for. You may just get it. It was not a good weekend for higher education and training minister Blade Zimande. And sadly, I have to declare, I'm not about to make it any better for the good doctor. And I'm not referring to Nandi Pamakupimana, as Begitela affectionately calls her. Zimande hardly ever makes news. And when he does, it's hardly ever flattering to him. Remember when he arrived late at the memorial service of the late Chris Honey some years ago, I think it's about seven years ago or so, the media cameras caught him venting. He was livid that the ordinary communists could start the event without him, a whole general secretary of the South African Communist Party and a cabinet minister to boot. Bloody lumpen proletariats. No one remembers what he said that day, but we all remember the ranting and raving of the quintessential squeaky voice. But his worst moment was undoubtedly during the Fismas Fall protest by the university students. After the students had rejected many overtures from Gav, Zimande presented what he believed was an offer the students can't or couldn't refuse. Then if the students don't accept this, we'll start our own movement. <laughs> students must fall. <laughs> well, I thought it could not get worse than that until this weekend, that is. An audio clip was leaked to the media in which Nzimande is heard chastising officials in his office for not doing enough to get him publicity. But what seemed to rile the communist leader more than anything was that his deputy, Butimanamel, seemed to be enjoying better PR on him. Here I am. I'm the chief spokesperson of the Department of Higher Education and Training. Now, I'm not in competition, DG, but what does, what, well, there was a mistake that we will sort out on our own. We should never, ever again in future have any function competing with the minister's function, even if it's the deputy minister. That we should not allow, or the DG. In fairness, I too believe that his people are sticking a knife on the back of the minister. Even the department's own media channel seems to prioritize his deputy and director general ahead of him. I am never covered live by the DHET war. Never, ever. Yet, I am the chief spokesperson 
of both the Department of Science and Innovation and the Department of Higher Education and Training. Never ever, says the minister. That should hurt. I know the minister does not boast flattering aesthetics and his voice can be irritatingly sharp. But no, folks, he needs to be given his due. However, in his anger, Zimande tends to exaggerate his modesty. Why? I'm not someone who carries my authority around. I never do that. I respect people. But you see, surely it can't be that all the things I want done, I have to complain as a minister like I'm complaining now. Other ministers don't do that. They fire people, actually, or remove them to other places if they are not doing their work. Let me uncode that for you. I should be firing the whole lot of you for not making me famous and for favoring my deputy and director general over me. That's what he said. Talk about not carrying one's weight around. Zimata is unhappy that someone has decided to excommunicate him and he made it clear what should happen to that person. It can't be somebody's choice who just chooses whether I will show the minister or not. No one in this department has a right to say I will show or not show the minister. That person does not belong to this department. In a twisted turn of fate, Zimanda's cry that he was sabotaged resulted in more sabotage. He was recorded secretly and the tape leaked to the media. It seems, though, that the minister has seen through all of this. His people are driving a wedge between him and his deputy. It's not the first time. It always, in fact, in many instances, I'm speaking there, the DM is speaking there, it's covering the DM. In essence, what the communication is doing also is causing a tension between myself and the DM, deliberately. Except, it would seem that Nzimande is backing up the wrong tree. By the time the leaked audio went viral, the Sunday Times had already exposed what seems to be a huge division between him and Mandambeta. A litany of emails between the two was leaked to the Sunday Times and they make for a read akin to a tragic comedy. In an email dated March 29th, 2023, this year that is, the minister reminded his deputy that, quote, all activities in your office will be rooted to me via submissions for approval, blah, 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 close quote. To which Manamela responded by reminding the minister that he was appointed by President Cyril Ramaphosa, which politely meant, quote, you are not the boss of me. Manamela declared that Zimande spoke in a tone that indicates that, quote, you are boss. And that he wrote, in capital letters, the word boss, he wrote in capital letters. Nobody knows there's a screaming via written words. But of course, Buti, Zimande is boss. And if you're in doubt, here it is. Is there someone who doesn't understand that I'm the chief spokesperson? And that they, whatever they are doing, you are serving me, and in that way you are serving President Ramaphosa. 
Zimande also reminded Manamela to familiarize himself with the constitution and the legislative framework which underpinned the role of cabinet ministers and their role as executive authority. And in one weekend, one sole weekend, Blade and Zamande moved out of obscurity into the front page of the biggest newspaper and also trend on Twitter. He finally got what he wanted, right? To be in the news. Except this is not the front page news that Zamande wanted. He wanted to be in the news cutting ribbons, hugging students, delivering NSFAS checks, and occasionally laughing at his own jokes. My advice, Mr. Minister, take cover in the age-old say, no news is good news. You seem to have been doing very fine in obscurity until you decided you wanted more. Next time, remember, less is more. That concludes this edition of Taking the Rams by the Horns. For more of my podcast and other content, download the new MySorting app and share. Also, follow us on Twitter at Rams by the Horns and Sorting Live. And also, follow us on Twitter at Rams by the Horns and at Sorting Live. For me, Rams Maboke. Goodbye and God bless.